In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, If you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togina.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Welcome to the La Bella Vita show. I'm Don Catherine, your hostess with the mostess, and I hope that you have a glass of wine and are ready for another great show tonight. If you are listening live, welcome and thank you for tuning in. And if you are listening in on a podcast, thank you for downloading. Uh, if you didn't know that you can download uh, download any of the episodes of the Bella Vita show, you can. You can go right to the TogiNet page and download from the radio page any show that I have done, or you can simply go to iTunes and go to the search feature, put in Don Catherine or La Bella Vita, and uh, scroll down to the podcast section, and uh, you will see where you can subscribe for free to any of the podcasts that uh, we broadcast. So go ahead and do that. And if you would like to, you can also leave a comment, feedback about the show, what you want me to talk about, or any subjects that uh, are really exciting to you that you might want me to uh, cover. And uh, we have lots of great shows archived there, so go check them out. So we have a great little show for you tonight. Tonight I am going to take you on a tour around the world to tell you some of my favorite places where one should maybe think about traveling when they are going away, maybe possibly for Christmas time. And uh, so we're going to be going to some really cool places. So I think you're going to enjoy it. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, of course, I have my Incatatos. What has me spellbound this week? And uh, so, first of all, I would just like to say congratulations to Prince William and uh, Catherine, who are expecting their first child. This kid has hit the genetic lottery. Not only is the kid going to be stunningly beautiful, but is going to live the amazing life of privilege that uh, being a royal gives to you. And uh, it would be nice to... uh, know that you are in line to be the future king or queen of the country. Now, um, let's see. So lots going on, but uh, I've been traveling. I went out to Dallas this week and uh, went over to Lindale, and I went to the Christmas party for the radio station that you're listening on to right now, and uh, got to meet some great hosts and got to uh, celebrate the holiday with all of the owners of the radio station and my wonderful producer, 
Anna, got to meet her, and uh, so we had a great time, and uh, so that was fun, and now I'm back, <laughs> and uh, back into the grind of working. It was nice to have a few days off, and uh, I will have to tell you, I, I, you know, going over there, I drove from Dallas to uh, Lindale. It was, you know, really kind of funny. It was lots of uh, stuff along the way. I stopped at a truck stop to have lunch, which is dinner, whatever you want to call it, which is something I don't typically do. But I have to tell you, I forget where the heck I was, but it was in the middle of some place between Dallas and Lindale, Texas. And uh, I had, believe it or not, some really good food and the best yeast rolls I've ever had in my entire life. And I actually am craving them. And I have ever since I left, <laughs> ever since I left Texas. So I need to go back just so, you know, one of the reasons why I need to go back is so that I can go get some more uh, yeast rolls. Those were really good. And uh, the food for a truck stop was not that bad either. Can't complain. So that was an adventure. And they had really great chocolates. Uh, the people that I was with, we bought some chocolate and who would have thought that uh, a truck stop could sell some really good gourmet chocolate, but they did. It was amazing. So anyway, um, so my fashion icon of the week, which is really not, you know, not fashion icon of the week, but I just have to say that I think now that uh, uh, Princess Kate is pregnant and I just think that she's going to make the most adorable pregnant person in the world. I think that every single designer out there is going to want to send her clothes, and I just think she's going to be more fashionable. Of course, we thought that Princess Diana was the most stylish <laughs> pregnant royal ever, and when you look back at some of the pictures that they showed, it's kind of funny because it's so 80s, and I'm like, God, I thought she had you know, fashion sense, which I guess at the time it was fashionable, but right now um, uh, it looks kind of funny to me but i think she will look amazing and uh i don't know i think that uh she's going to be adorable and i wish them a lot of luck so she's my fashion icon not of the week but for like the next nine months because god knows that the way the media has already reacted we are going to experience every single minute of her pregnancy along with her so it should be interesting uh all right so of course you know every week i do a wine pick and this week is no exception uh villa mafi amarone is my pick for the week and uh, that pick uh, this wine is a really nice wine it's about $40 a bottle it is a deep red color with fruity musky and a spicy nose and uh, it's dry on the palate with flavors of violet licorice blackberry and ripe cherry you know those are some of my favorites and uh, if you serve it uh, you should serve it decanted at room temperature and it goes great with a menu that includes red meat um, or cheese. So try it out. I think you will like it. Villa Mafi Amaroni. And I am a huge fan of Amaroni, which you know, because I pick it very often on the show. <laughs> so there you have it. Those are my picks of the week. But my buffoon of the week, because, you know, I do this every once in a while. I always have somebody that gets on my nerves and I have to call them out on it. So my uh, buffoon, and it's two people, the buffoons of the week are the DJs from Australia who decided to call the hospital where Princess Kate is and pretend that they were the queen. And uh, the male and the DJ duo decided to pretend that he was Prince Charles and tried to get information about the lovely princess who is sitting in the hospital bed trying to recover from this horrible case of morning sickness. And uh, believe it or not, they were able to get some information, which I just, uh, you know, think that it's quite 
uh, funny that they were able to do that. You would think that they would, you know, be on total lockdown on any information given. But I, I have to say that I really felt bad for the nurse that gave the information because it sounded like she was scared to death because I think that maybe she really did think that it was Queen, although I don't know how because the accent from the Australian DJ was horrendous. Even I could do a better imitation of the English accent than she did. And uh, I just think she was probably overwhelmed and was, you know, how would you feel if you thought you were on the phone with a queen? You might react the same way. So I hope that she doesn't get in trouble. But I mean, listen, for the love of God, it's been like two days that we know she's been pregnant. It's already a uh, ridiculous leave them alone, let them enjoy their pregnancy, you know, we will all see more than we ever thought that we ever thought we would want to see. Trust me, it's the uh, age of social media, and uh, we will see much more than we ever did of Prince Harry and Prince William and uh, the the other girls there from Prince Andrew, Beatrice, and what's the other girl's name? I don't remember. But anyway, you get the point. Just leave them alone. Let them enjoy this time. I, I just think it's just kind of ridiculous. And, you know, I, I do admire them, and I love to learn about everything that is going on in the royal family, but I don't feel obsessed enough to try to call her uh, hospital room. I just think that's a little uncalled for. So anyway, uh, we are going to get into uh, the topic of the show tonight, which is Christmas all around the world and some of the different places. And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek at some of the places that we are going to be going to, because believe it or not, we're going to be coming up on our break here soon. But uh, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of some of the cities that I've chosen for us to go and to explore during Christmas time. The first one may be Boston, Massachusetts, which I can, I mean, why not? New York City. And where else? We're going to go. We are going to go to Vienna. We are going to go to the Ukraine. We're going to go to Germany and uh, Iceland and maybe Paris and a couple other places. So um, so I'm just going to get one in there before we go to break because it's a really you know short little one that I want to talk about. And this one happens to be on the other side of the globe from us, and that would be Vienna. Vienna is... Uh, is an old-fashioned country you know it has this beautiful ambiance and it's perfect at christmas time and uh, they have the christmas markets which i adore any kind of christmas market no matter where it is and uh, i have decided that next year that i am going to do the christmas markets uh in london and then hand over to some of the ones in germany and uh, so i'm going to go over there so Vienna will be on my list, but uh, they have all sorts of kind of crafts and ornaments that you can shop for. And uh, the big thing about Vienna and the big drink, which I love because, you know, I'm all about wine, is they have a spiced mulled wine that you can drink. They serve it warm and you can get it just about anywhere. And it's called Glue Wine. And uh, so they all walk around that when they're walking around the Christmas markets because, you know, it's colder than you know what there. So they need the little wine to get them nice and warm, to get them into be able to walk around without freezing and uh, experience the Christmas markets. So... Uh, and uh, they have these great Christmas trees there and a whole bunch of other things. And the one thing that uh, I love that uh, I'm going to go to in Vienna is that uh, 
they have lots of Christmas carols. You can go to some of the local cathedrals, and you can also go ice skating and, uh, you know, do all of these things. And guess what? The food, phenomenal. They have all these fresh baked goods and uh, different uh, delicacies that are local to Vienna, and you can sample them along the way, and I'm all about that. So I'm very excited that uh, this might be on my agenda for next year. So I think that uh, it should be maybe on yours. So anyway, we are going to be coming back on the other side of the break, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of these great travel destinations that you and your family can take if you want something a little bit different for Christmas time. This is Don Catherine. This is La Bella Vita Show, and I will see you on the other side of the break. See you on the side. Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level. With the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. As Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, Tragedy and Triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Ever been confused about the facts surrounding non-surgical rejuvenation and cosmetic plastic surgery? We're pleased to introduce to the Rockstar Radio Network audience, Spirit Lift, Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, host Kim McKenna and plastic surgeon Dr. Sadi Irfani will help dispel the myths surrounding this exciting field and lift the veil of mystery on a very important topic. With advances in nutrition and self-care, many of us want to look as young and vibrant outside as we feel inside. Plus, listeners will be able to call in live and share their questions and get advice on the air. A show where you will learn how to look and feel your best and be your best. Join us to have your spirit lifted on Spirit Lift Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy and came to Venice and from thence to Florence where I played before the Duke and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. 
If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita, and here again is your host, Don Catherine. This is Dawn Catherine, and this is La Bella Vita Show, and we are talking about travel destinations for the Christmas holiday, and uh, we're going to take a little tour all around the world, and uh, before we went to break, I was telling you a little bit about Vienna, Austria, and uh, what a beautiful place it is there because of all of the Christmas markets and things that they have that are there for you to enjoy, and um, the main Christmas tree of Vienna is erected in front of the town hall. It's a really beautiful uh, tree that they do every year and they have a Christmas lighting ceremony and of course they have the famous Christmas markets and they are also very popular in Austria and Germany and um, but the biggest one the Christmas Kindle market is open um, at the City Hall and um, they again have all sorts of kind of things that you can buy along the way they have uh, fresh baked goods they have crafts they have ornaments they have finger food of course they have that fabulous spiced mulled wine that I actually enjoy quite well and uh, they have uh, fresh cut pine trees so that if you decide that you might want to put up a little tree in your room you could do that as well and um, they also uh, there's three different markets so they have several of them so ch- check them all out and also they have ice skating in front of city hall that you can do as well and uh, of course you can visit St. Stephen's Cathedral which is in the heart of Vienna and uh, from what I understand you can find some Christmas carols going on and of course if you're there for the holiday season you could take part in the Christmas Christmas Eve Mass, so check it out. So Vienna, Austria is a really cool little place to try to go. So Boston is next up on the list, and why do you want to go to Boston? Because, of course, it's one of the oldest cities here in the United States, and it has that old-world ambiance. So if you can't make it to Europe, go to Boston. And, of course, New England is nice and cozy and cold, and, you know, you have uh, the chance of having a white Christmas if you've never had one before. And, of course, the beautiful Beacon Hill area where the cobblestone streets are isn't any more beautiful than that when it's dusted with a little bit of snow and instead of having a turkey dinner for Christmas you might just have a roasted lobster for a Christmas dinner and I think that sounds really good so there's lots to do in Boston I grew up outside of Boston as you might know if you listen to my show but uh, there's lots that goes on there and uh, at Faneuil Hall which is a place where you can go and shop uh, they have a tree lighting ceremony for the tree that's right outside of Faneuil Hall uh, you can go to the, see the Nutcracker Um, at the Opera House. You can go to the Holiday Market that's right there in Boston as well. And uh, it's a pretty big market that they do have. They actually have the uh, Rockettes. The Radio City Spectacular is usually on someplace at the Performing Arts Center. And, of course, they have the Boston Common tree lighting as well. And who doesn't want to see the Holiday Pops? So, of course, the famous Boston Pops presents its annual Christmas tunes, and uh, you can go and have a part of that and take that in. And I believe that actually happens pretty much all month more long, uh, usually around the first weekend 
of December through the end of the month. So go see the Boston Pops. So who doesn't love that? So there's lots to do. And of course, when you're in Boston, there's amazing places to eat and amazing places to stay. So have a little bit of New England this year and uh, start a little Christmas tradition New England style and go check it out because it is a lot of fun. I can tell you from experience, I've done it many times. So of course, the quintessential new... uh, experience for Christmas is New York City. And uh, as we all know, New York does it big every single year. And of course, you have the infamous Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, which I have seen many times. And uh, it is surely impressive. It's huge. You can't even, I know you see it in pictures, but you can't even appreciate it unless you see it for yourself. So it is decked out every single day after the tree lighting, which is usually right after Thanksgiving. And uh, it is every night until I believe that it stays lit until December 31st. And uh, so it's a beautiful time to be in New York. It's timeless and beautiful. And you can go and take a stroll through Central Park. And uh, and especially if it's uh, snowy, it's nothing is better than a snowy walk through Central Park. And, of course, the Rockettes have their amazing uh, show. And, uh, of course, you know, every single store is has a beautiful window display that you can go and see. And uh, I think that they're all amazing. Macy's, uh, Bergdorf Goodman, they're all amazing to go look. And uh, it's just spectacular to see and experience. Um, And you know what? If you want a little bit of a a little bit of an outside of New York City experience, head to uh, Southern Brooklyn in Diker Heights, where seriously, it is a battle between neighbor versus neighbor on who can have the most an unbelievable, impressive Christmas display. I think that uh, when they are coming in to fly into JFK and uh, LaGuardia, that they probably know exactly where Diker Heights is because it is glowing because there's so many lights. So you can check that out. But uh, they have so many things going on during the holidays. You have the train show at the Botanical Gardens. Of course, there's the Radio City Christmas Spectacular, the Nutcracker put on by the New York City Ballet. And, uh, of course, you have, you know, different Elf the Musical is going on. And uh, you can go see that. You have to go to the Hirschfeld Theater, and they have tickets there, $49 to $160. I hear it's fabulous, and I love Elf the movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, They do have a Christmas Story musical that you can go and see as well. And uh, that is a limited engagement run that's going through the 30th of this month. And uh, of course, they have a Christmas carol at seven different places. Uh, the Players Village Theater in the West Village uh, is uh, putting on a Christmas carol as well. So go check that out in New York City. There's just so much to do in the city. It's just the quintessential place to go. And uh, if you've never experienced it before, I really suggest that you go just one time to New York City. And you don't actually have to go during Christmas time itself. You can go in the weeks that precede it, any time between right after Thanksgiving until the 31st. 1st of December is a great time because everything is still going on. So check it out. So my next destination that we are going to go to is Kiev, Ukraine. And uh, this is the center of the Ukrainian capital. And it turns into a beautiful fairy tale place. And it has colorful lights. Illumination is everywhere. They go all out here. Uh, they have Christmas trees. They have ice rinks. They have uh, lights. All uh, Whatever they can put a light on, they put it on. So it's pretty 
pretty amazing. And it also boasts the biggest Christmas tree in all of Europe. And that is right in Independence Square. And um, so regardless that Christmas uh, is celebrated there on January 7th, because they follow a different calendar, um, they start from the 10th of December uh, with all of the Christmas decorations. Uh, and they do this because of the Julian calendar of churches, which the churches of the Ukraine, Russia, and a few other countries um, celebrate these the Christmas holidays two weeks later than all of us do. Uh, and uh, centuries ago, um, those celebrations would have dancing and folk music, and that's what they did to celebrate. And it's still like that today. Uh, the main street of uh, Kiev is shining with holiday lights, and there's no cars there, and you can just go. And there is all sorts of carols going on and dancing and, and all sorts of stuff that you can do while you are there. And uh, that all takes place on the holiday stage in Independent Square. And also around the arena mall center area. And, of course, you know, when you're over there, you are going to be listening to some of the most amazing view, uh, music that you'll ever hear in your life. And uh, the cathedral that's there of San Vladimir is beautiful. And the St. Sophia Cathedral which has celebrated this year its 1,000-year anniversary. Isn't that amazing that things are around that long? I, you know, I talk about Italy all the time, and as you know, and uh, I talk about some of the uh, lengths that some of these buildings have been around. And when you think here in the United States how young we are compared to some of these other countries, when you think that a, a cathedral can be up for 1,000 years, it's pretty, pretty amazing. So the Ukraine is a really interesting place to go and uh, lots to do. And uh, it is uh, some place that uh, you should consider maybe going when you're looking for some place different to go in Europe that might be a little different from some of the places that a lot of people go to visit, which is Germany and Prague and some of those other ones. So consider the Ukraine and uh, check it out because I think you might enjoy it. So, okay, so what else do we have up on our list? Believe it or not, how about Iceland? Uh, yes, Iceland. Isn't that great? Uh, I think that Iceland sounds like the perfect place to go for Christmas because when you think about Iceland, you think it's cold, but you know, actually, Iceland is, it is cold, but it's not like you picture actually Greenland is all the one with the ice. And, but anyway, um, but the thing about Iceland is they only have four hours of daylight there. So it's pretty much dark the whole entire time. And you have an amazing view of the Aurora Borealis to illuminate the nighttime sky. So not only are you able to see all of the lovely Christmas lights, but you get to see the Aurora Borealis, which I think is great. And they have the ubiquitous statues of the 12 Yule Lads, which is the Icelandic version of Santa Claus. And uh, you can go check out some great hotels there and uh, go to the Hand Knitting Association of Iceland, where you can get some mittens from Native Wool. And uh, you can experience the uh, country's uh, lunar terrain by a super jeep. And uh, you can go find out about those stores. So Iceland is a really cool place. So go check it out. They have lots going on there as well and markets and all sorts of fun activities for you to do. So consider Iceland on your next uh, tour to someplace different for Christmas. So uh, we are going into our next break, and I will see you on the other side. And uh, this is Don Catherine's La Bella Vita show. And let's get our Christmas on. See you on the other side.
is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on toginet.com. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Como bella c'è la luna, brilla e strette, strette come butto, belle e già. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine, and this is La Bella Vita Show. And we are talking about traveling during Christmas time and where you might want to start a new Christmas tradition with your family by going someplace a little bit different than your normal place that you might be celebrating, no matter where it is in the world. But uh, so my next pick for a destination that is kind of cool would be Walt Disney World right here in Orlando, Florida. And why do I say that? because it's mm, the most beautiful time of the year to visit the parks. They have tons of different things going on at Walt Disney World for you to do and uh, lots of different uh, hotels. Every one of them are decked out uh, with the theme of whatever the hotel is. So it's a lot of fun just to go hopping around the different hotels and see all of the differences between them, between the Grand Floridian, which is a very Victorian hotel, to the Polynesian, which has some Polynesian and uh, on and on it goes. So very cool. So at the holidays at Walt Disney World, there's many things that you can do. 
First of all, Epcot has the most amazing candlelight processional activity at night and it's a holiday event held at the American Gardens Theater in the park which is right outside of the American Pavilion and uh, it's part of the Holidays Around the World event and it's an event that retells the story of the Christmas story and they have a 50 piece orchestra and a mass choir and they have special celebrity guests that will read the Christmas story and uh, I know that this year that they have had some great ones Gina Davis has been there already this year. Andy Garcia was there. Um, Whippy Goldberg was there a couple of days ago. And on and on and go, Trace Atkins is coming up. And uh, every year they have some really great readers. So it's a lot of fun to go see that. And, of course, they have the Very Merry Christmas Party, which is something that is a ticketed event. It's every night, I believe. They have certain nights, but it's uh, from 7, I believe, until midnight. And uh, they have a special parade. They have a special fireworks display. And uh, they have live entertainment. And, of course, you have snow that falls on Main Street USA because, you know, only Disney can make it snow when it's 70 degrees out. And, of course, they have a great... um, access to the attractions because there's not a lot of people there for the event. It's a limited amount of people that are allowed. Um, access to some of the great rides are you know, very accessible and you can get in and on. And of course there's tons of meet and greet opportunities with some of the Disney characters. And of course when you've gone over there to the uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, they have the Osborne Family Spectacular of Lights. And uh, as you know, the Osborne family was this family that uh, was down in Arkansas and they had this amazing uh, displays of lights and it got a little bit out of control. So they actually donated it to to Disney and now every year for I don't even know how many years, it's probably been at least 10, 15 years that they've had the lights. Uh, and uh, they have them throughout the Hollywood Uh, studios theme park and it's just amazing you can't even imagine that one house could have had all these lights when you're talking about a theme park and all of those lights are there so and uh but uh that's a lot of fun to go see the um the lights there as well so uh, and of course you know they have the great christmas parades and all sorts of good stuff and also it's a great place to spend new year's eve they also have this great new year's eve party going on every single year there so you can have a twofer go for christmas and go stay until the new year so check out orlando it's a great place to go especially at Disney, it's very magical. And I think that some place that you should take your kids, especially if you have kids, once in a lifetime, take them for a Disney vacation during the Christmas holiday. If it's not, like I said, at Christmas time, sometime around the holiday so that they get to, they get a chance to experience it. It's a lot of fun. So, um, all right. So my next destination is across the pond from Orlando. And interestingly enough, this city actually has its own Disney attraction as well. So I wonder if there's anybody out there who's listening who can guess my next destination. But uh, I won't keep you in the suspense, but it does happen to uh, be called the City of Lights. And that would be Paris, France. Uh, Christmas is a beautiful time of year in, in uh, Paris. And of course, the City of Lights dazzles even better when it's Christmas time. And uh, they have choirs and they have concerts and uh, events for everybody. And, uh, of course, they have beautiful displays in all of the the uh, boutiques and whatnot going down the Champs-Élysées. And, of course, you want to uh, 
you know, see all of the twinkling lights on all of the trees going down there as well. And of course, they have the Ferris wheel out there. And of course, you have that, you know, that one little attraction that people go maybe to see that Eiffel Tower thing. Yeah. So the Eiffel Tower is there for you. And uh, they have ice skating right outside of the Eiffel Tower beginning on December 15th through sometime in February. You actually can ice skate on the first level of the Eiffel Tower. So that is kind of a fun thing to say that you would be able to do or that you did that. Of course, Paris has its own Christmas markets. They have wooden chalets that line the streets with holiday markets and uh, or Marquet de Noël. And uh, vendors set up an array of festive goods to tempt you um, with some gift items, handcraft specialties. Uh, they have artwork, jewelry, toys, and, of course, as Paris is known for, the delicious sweets. And it's making me crave a uh, Nutella um, thing right now. Well, amazing. So, um, yeah, so you can also have some of their amazing wine that they serve up there in Paris as well. And there's uh, about a dozen different Christmas markets around the city that you can choose from. So you can go and check those out. Of course, they have lights everywhere, so... The city is lit up in thousands and thousands of lights, and uh, all of the buildings and the bridges and the churches and monuments uh, is all lit up. And it's nice because, of course, it gets dark very early in Europe at this time of year, so it's a nice long time that you're able to enjoy them. And, of course, you can go into all of the department stores and check out some of their displays as well. And, of course, you cannot not go to Notre Dame and uh, visit. There's always a beautiful Christmas tree out there in the lovely um, courtyard of Notre Dame and uh, you know you can go and see the beautiful Christmas display that they have so just definitely check that out as well and of course you can decide that maybe you want to do a two for do Paris and the Disney experience and you can do that by going to Disney um, Disneyland Paris and uh, they also have an event called Disney Enchanted Christmas which runs from November 7th to January 6th and it's kind of the same idea it has Santa all sorts of different shows and decorations so you can kind of do a two for one on that one so check out Paris because I think that you would like to see uh, some of the beautiful and amazing places that you can go and uh, experience there I think it would be lovely to spend one Christmas in Paris and actually spend Christmas Day there and go to Notre Dame and go to church and and uh, experience that once in your life I think that would be amazing so go check out Paris. So, okay. So my next ones, of course, you know, I can never have a show when I talk about uh, travel and not talk about Italy because that's just me. So I'm going to tell you a couple Christmas traditions in Rome and uh, tell you a little bit about that. Um, and of course, Rome is the top city for most people to go and visit during the Christmas holiday season. And uh, it's where the celebration of Christmas originated. Uh, the first Christmas was said to be at the Church of Santa Maria Maggiore, which I've been to many times. And it's the earliest known permanent nativity that was created for the Rome Jubilee in the year 1300. So the um, Rome holiday season is through is from early December until the Epiphany, which is in January 6th. And, of course, all over Rome, there's many things that you can go see. Uh, the Piazza Navona um, has a huge Christmas market that is beautiful and has lots of gifts that you can find. And uh, you'll see... Of course, all of those Christmas sweets and different toys and nativity figures and decorations and gifts that you can get. And um, 
And also there's a merry-go-round there for the kids to enjoy. And, of course, Father Christmas makes an appearance so that all the kids can see him. And they have a huge nativity scene, which is erected in the square as well. So you can go to Piazza Navona and check that out. And, of course, where else do you have to go when you're in Rome? Of course, you need to go to St. Peter's Square, which is in the heart of the Vatican. And... uh, each year, they have a huge Christmas tree that's set up and erected in St. Peter's Square, and they have a life-size nativity that is also set up, and it's usually not unveiled until Christmas Eve because that's the way the Italians do it, and uh, thousands of people flock to St. Peter's when the Pope says Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve, and uh inside the uh, St. Peter's Basilica, which is where they go. And, of course, you can see it in the square as well when uh, they have it show it on the big screen TV outside. So if you don't get inside to St. Peter's, you can always watch him from the outside in the square. And uh, he also will send out his Christmas message on Christmas Day as well from the apartment above the square um, in St. Peter's. So you can listen to his message as well. And... um, so, and there's, on December 13th, there's a parade to St. Peter's Square for Santa Lucia Day, which is a saint that uh, is very well embraced and loved in Italy. And so you can see that if you happen to be traveling there on December 13th. And, of course, there is the Santa Maria Maggiore Crypt, which we talked about, and it's the oldest one. And it was carved in marble by Arnolfo di Cambio in the late 13th century, a commission from the first Rome Jubilee held in 1300, like I said. And although originally displayed in the church, it's currently on display in the Museum of Santa Maria Maggiore. And below the altar is a reliquary said to contain pieces of the original manger and it's kept inside a niche in the same dimensions as the cave where jesus was born the first christmas mass was said in santa maria Maggiore, and the bells are rung at midnight to signify the start of christmas i have been to santa maria Maggiore, and i have seen the um relic and it is quite interesting to see so if you are there, check it out. We are almost at break time, so we are going to head back. When we come back, we're going to tell you a little, tell you a little bit more about Rome and what you can see in the area. And uh, I'm going to give you some little uh, holiday traditions throughout uh, Italy and uh, some of Europe. So we will be talking about that when we get back. And uh, also, if you have any questions, you can always give me a call at one 864 4869 and talk to me and uh, ask me any questions questions that you have about anything that we've talked about so far and uh, when we come back we'll talk a little bit more see you on the other side of the break La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Tune 
Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitohata. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions. From organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you glean from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine. This is La Bella Vita Show. And we are talking about different places that you can go and check out during the Christmas holiday and travel to that are somewhat different and unique. So we have covered many different cities. If you're just tuning in, we have gone to Boston and New York, and we've gone to the Ukraine and Iceland and Paris, and uh, now we're in Rome, one of my favorite cities in the world. And believe it or not, Christmas trees were really not an Italian tradition, and they have just really started to get more popular. They You used to not see them at all up until probably the last 20 or 30 years. Uh, but they do have some trees, obviously, as I said, at St. Peter's Square. You can see one of the largest trees there. And uh, there's also trees that are erected in Piazza Venezia, which is where the Capitol building is, and, of course, next to the beautiful Colosseum. And, um, of course, you know, you need to go and check out all of them because why not? It's beautiful and uh, you want to take pictures. These are picture-taking opportunities, so you have to do that. But uh, Rome's main streets are decorated with lights and have entertainment by roving musicians and vendors that are selling chestnuts. You know, those chestnuts that are roasted on an open fire? Well, guess what? They actually do that in Rome and uh, actually throughout Italy. You can go and they have chestnut chestnut, uh, vendors that sell them and they are amazing. 
And uh, if you want a good place to shop uh, besides the lovely market that is in Piazza Navona, you can go to Piazza di Spagna. And uh, they have an outdoor skating rink, which is open from 10 to midnight. And... Um, there's also a small little Christmas market that's next to Castle Sant'Angelo, which is near the Vatican as well, right down the street. Uh, the Christmas season in Italy is traditionally celebrated from December 24th to January 6th, or Christmas Eve through the Epiphany. And this follows the pagan uh, season of celebrations that started with Saturnalia, the Winter Solstice Festival, and ends with the Roman New Year. And uh, there are a lot of things, like I said, for you to do, but uh, if you are going to be in the area and you're going to be there through the epiphany make sure that you check out some of the amazing epiphany events that they have the la bafana we've talked about that in other shows if you check back to some of my shows last year we we, t- we talked all about la bafana and the tradition of her and what she stands for and uh what happens on the epiphany and uh, most of these cities uh, main cities in the in the main piazza will have a a a pageant of the three magis coming in with the gifts so check that out and um but they do have Babbo Natale, who is Father Christmas in Italy, and he gives presents on Christmas. And, of course, La Bafana is the one who gives the Christmas. Uh, she's the one who fills the stockings. And uh, she does that, like I said, on Epiphany, which is uh, in January. And um, also, when you are in Italy, the... The meal that you have on Christmas Eve is is meatless, and we've we've talked about this in previous shows as well. Uh, it's called the Feast of the Seven Fishes, and uh, there is no meat that is allowed. And uh, usually, an Italian family, and even an Italian American family, uh, your night for for Christmas Eve consists of having the meal of seven fishes, and then you go to midnight mass, and then you come home. And if your parents are nice, they'll let you open up a present before you go to bed. <laughs> Like mine did. We got to pick one thing. When I, I always used to choose the biggest box, which was really disappointing the next day, but I was really excited, so that's what I used to do. But uh, And uh, then you would wake up, and then you would uh, sit there and open up your presents, and then it was another day-long marathon of eating everything that you could get your hands on because, you know, as an Italian family, you eat all day long. And uh, not only do you eat the traditional Christmas dinner here, especially here in the States, uh, you have the whole Italian portion of it as well. So... You know, it's like an eight-hour affair. No joke. So, uh, anyways, getting back to Italy and uh, some of the places that you can go. Um, Naples is a great city if you want to visit some of the different nativity scenes, the nativity cribs. They have some of the most amazing ones that you can and can find. And uh, they definitely have a lot of different uh, little celebrations there that are, are, are unique to the Naples area. And uh, you should check some of those out. And also, of course, you have some of the other areas of Italy. Torino, which is in northern Italy's Piedmont region, is one of the best places to go see lights. Uh, the streets and squares illuminated by some of the best illumination artists in Europe from late November to early January. And Verona, the city of Romeo and Juliet, is decorated with hundreds of thousands of light and an illuminated arch with a huge star points. Um, to the Christmas market in the Roman arena uh, is a nativity scene. And I've actually been to Verona during Christmas time. Actually, I was there on Epiphany and got to see the whole La Bufana and uh, Epiphany pageant, which was amazing. 
And um, in Monte Ingino, in the Gubbio, central Italy's uh, Umbria region, shines a huge Christmas tree, which is 650 meters tall and made up of more of 700 lights. And it was named, uh, back in the 90s, was named at one time the world's tallest Christmas tree. And the tree is topped by a star that can be seen for nearly 50 kilometers, which is pretty impressive. The lights turn on every year on December 7th in the evening um, of the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And also, um, you can go to, uh, let's see, you can go to the Trentino Alto Aldage region in northern Italy as well, and they have some great Christmas markets there because they are close to Germany, and so they have some of the most amazing little gifts that you can buy, everything from tacky little touristy knickknacks to beautiful loca- uh, local handcrafts. And um, after dark, the markets are decorated with lights, and uh, there's tons of other things going on. They have little choirs that come around and sing Christmas carols and do all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, you can go skating there and lots of other stuff. Now, um, in Milan, they have a Wonderland village in the historic center from early December to January 6th with a market, an ice skating rink, and, of course, you know, they have lots of different entertainment. And in Bologna, they have a Christmas market. And in Torino, they have a Christmas market. There are markets everywhere in Italy that you can go and see. Genoa holds a week-long Christmas winter fair in December. They have arts and crafts and many items for sale that you can take home with you and they're all local to the region and uh, definitely some things that you should consider when you're going to Italy if you want to check out some of these markets. Some are just really, really amazing. Uh, in Venice, Campo Santo Stefano becomes a Christmas village as well. It has wooden houses set up in the piazza and stalls and they sell all the local Venetian handcrafts and of course you can have lots of food and things to drink and if you're having a good time you can plug back a uh, Bellini or two one of my favorite drinks ever (laughs) and uh, so there you have it and what else can we go and see when we're in Italy there is uh, of course you have uh, Sardinia which has a Christmas fair as well and uh, Sorrento which is on the beautiful Amalfi coast near the Bay of uh, Naples they have an amazing Christmas market that is in the main square of the city and um so go check that out and make sure you have some Chocolato Caldo, which is their hot chocolate in Italy. The best stuff you'll ever have in your entire life. It's heaven in a cup, I swear to you. So here are some of my picks uh, for some of the Christmas markets that you want to go to um, all around the world. London uh, has some great uh, some some great markets. Uh, you can find carolers all over, some Figgy pudding, you know, they have that in that song, We Need the Figgy Pudding or whatever. Um, And, uh, you know, the beautiful Victorian England decorations are amazing. And uh, you can go to uh, Trafalgar Square. They have an ice skating rink, outdoor rinks. Um, And, of course, the major department stores have some beautiful displays. Uh, If you go online right now, you can go to the Harrods page and see their Disney their Disney-themed store windows this year. Of course, Germany has the amazing Christmas markets, and uh, you can go to the ones that I talked about in France. 
um, Italy, uh, Athens, Greece is one of a place that you could go to for Christmas as well. They have huge Christmas markets and have huge displays every year. And um, of course, uh, in Scandinavia, you can do Christmas in Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen. It's uh, this uh, famous amusement park. It's over 150 years old. And at Christmas, they have gifts and season seasonal delicacies. And Santa's sleigh makes a landing. And uh, all of the carousels and other rides are in full swing. And uh, that, again, is in Copenhagen, which is a beautiful place that you might want to go. And um, if you want to go to a Christmas uh, market in Munich, uh, check out the Crystal Kindle. Um, and, of course, you can go to the one in Dresden. And the one in Dresden is proud to celebrate that it's the oldest Christmas market in Germany, dated back to 1434. And it's uh, Dresden's Christmas market is famous for having the world's biggest nutcracker and huge Christmas pyramid. It's a 45-foot wooden carousel with life-size angels and scenes from the nativity. So go check that out. And, of course, they, the culinary highlight of this Christmas market is stolen, the traditional Christmas cake, which is amazing. And... Uh, they have a stolen festival where you can try the world's largest Christmas cake weighing four tons and measuring 13 feet in length. Could you imagine a 13, four ton? That's crazy. So I think, see, I, I think that I'm going to go next year and I'm going to take some video and I'm going to have to put it up so you guys can see that because I, I got to go check that out. Got to check that out. But uh, so wherever your Christmas is this year, whether you're going to be at home or if you are going to think about maybe celebrating Christmas in a different tradition this year, check out some of these cities. I think that you would love each and every one of them. They all have so much to offer. Lots of shopping, lots of traditions, lots of lights and lots of love. And, uh, you know, check them out. Boston is a great city. Paris and and. Um, all of them are just amazing. So until next week, this is Don Catherine and this is La Bella Vita show. Next week, we are going to be doing my top 10 picks for Christmas gifts for 2012. Don't miss it. It's going to be great. And uh, check out some of these things that I picked out for you. You will love them. Thanks to my producer, Anna. And we will see you next week on the La Bella Vita show. This is Don Catherine. Arriva Dirci. Ciao. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of 